At least, that was what Patrick told people after Sean stood up and started shouting. Feel about you? You want to know how I feel about you? I'll tell you how I feel about you. You're a fuck-up, Patrick. Your biggest accomplishment is graduating high school and leeching off my money. What in the hell do you want me to say? You're gay? Her fucking Ray. Go ahead. Fuck every guy that moves. I don't give a shit. Just don't expect me to gravy train your little homo express because you can't decide what else to do with your life, okay? Patrick had spent a lot of his time in his life pretending it was all okay. The day after his mom had run away, he came downstairs to find Sean at the breakfast table, eating Cheerios and sugar, looking at the financial report. Patrick had sat across from his father, fixed himself some toast and some orange juice, and then left for school. Bye, Dad. Have a good day. Patrick always figured it was a good thing his mom left after he got his driver's license because if he'd had to interrupt Patrick's work schedule, then they might have had to talk. As he stood now and fought his quivering chin, he realized that maybe talking was overrated. Maybe talking sowed the seeds of destruction. Maybe talking was... Oh, hell, he had to get the fuck out of there. I'm sorry I'm a disappointment, he said quietly. And then he turned around and left. He didn't stop to see the look on his father's face. And he was glad, because his worst fear was maybe Sean Cleary wouldn't be sorry, not even a little bit sorry at all. Cal had a job. Not that Patrick knew what he did, but he got off at six and he met Patrick at their favorite bar, the one down off Del Paso Heights in Sacramento, where men were allowed to dance with men. Patrick had gone back to the house after his father left and packed an overnight bag and met Cal with the hope to stay in Cal's little one-bedroom apartment until he could see if that yoga instructor's position was still waiting for him. Or maybe he could wait tables. It would be okay. They didn't need Sean Cleary's money, right? They had each other, right? And Patrick's plan hadn't changed. Kids put themselves through school all the time. Patrick had gotten good grades. He had 60 units from community college. He wasn't a complete fuck-up, right? They could do this. They were in love. Cal had a thin face with dark hair and a widow's peak that was starting to pronounce, even at 25. His best assets were his stunning blue eyes, their dark, thick lashes. And Patrick had always seen them laughing or planning or bright with sex and passion. He didn't know then that contempt would make them narrow at the corners and bring out the bags under them or the sallowness that came from tweaking a little too often. He didn't realize that Cal's disgust would practically have color, taste, and smell. He only knew that he felt those blows through his body like whiplash, and he felt like one big limpid puddle of hurt. Cal? Cal shook his head for a minute. That horrible look of revulsion faded away. Yeah, look, I'm sorry... I, you really think we're going to live without your dad's money? You didn't say anything unforgivable, did you? Patrick fought off the urge to sniffle like a toddler. He didn't even say I was cut off. I just don't want to live with him if he's not going to take me seriously. Cal snorted. Well, Jesus, Patrick, it's not like you're built for the real world or anything, you know? You don't have the job skill? Hell, I don't even think you've ever worked a real job. Patrick cringed. I have too, he said, unhappy that Cal would forget this. I waited tables for a year and a half in that restaurant across town. He'd loved that job, actually. He'd worked hard. No one had treated him special, and he'd been, once again, up to his ass in ass. Or rather, Ricky the cook, 
had been up to his balls in Patrick's ass. Patrick had to quit the job when he found out that Ricky had been taking it bareback in the walk-in from Eduardo, the head bartender, the whole time, which was so not cool, and made Patrick three times as cautious about always using a condom and twice as cautious about finding a boyfriend after that. Oh yeah, Cal said, and Patrick had to look hard at him to make sure he wasn't rolling his eyes. Wasn't that just before we met? Patrick nodded and chewed his upper lip. So, um... This desire for independence has been building for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, Patrick said softly, thinking about all that excitement he'd had for going back to school. I was good in school. You know, when I took my meds, I'd like to go back, study something that I'm interested in, you know, 